Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to ignite your life, to live the life of your dreams? Welcome to Ignite Your Life Radio with inspiring life coach, experienced yoga educator, author, and inspirational speaker, Laura Erdman Lund. Laura has inspired hundreds of clients for more than two decades to live happier, more inspiring lives. In fact, her goal for you is nothing less than your extraordinary life, a life that is full of purpose, deeply fulfilling, and vibrantly joyful for you. Join her as she discusses living an inspired life in today's world. And now, the Ignite Your Life show with Laura. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. I missed you all last week when I took my week off. It was a little weird, actually, to come up to radio time and not be doing a show. Um, for those of you who are new to the show, I want to share that the intention for the show is to be a relatively short, inspiring moment for you. I like to keep them um, under 20 minutes. Um, and there can be recordings you can return to time and time again when you need a little additional lift, a little inspiration. I do not take live callers and questions on my show, at least yet. I will work on incorporating that as, as I get more confident, to be honest, in working these shows. But you are free to ask me questions. You can find me at my fan page on Facebook. I'm very active out there. My fan page is at Laura Erdman Lunds. So facebook.com forward slash Laura Erdman Lunds, all one word. So I'm so excited for today's show because I get to finally introduce my flagship program, Manifesting on the Mat. The official topic of the show is building personal strength, the oomph behind anything you want to do. And I'm doing this in a two-part show. Um, there's quite a bit that I'd like to share with you, and I'm not really sure how far we'll get today. We'll see. And as time allows, I will, I will share more, and I will finish up in next week's show for all of you. So in order to talk about building personal strength and how you can do it, I need to talk about the Manifesting on the Map program. And this is really what makes my coaching particularly powerful and unique. And that is I incorporate concepts of yoga into my coaching. So I've been a life coach and a yoga educator for over 25 years, a really long time. I really started both at about the same period when I was in my early 20s and did them separately. Okay, they were they were separate practices for me. And I used to tell people that both are the same have the same goal. Yoga and life coaching have the same goal, and that is to help people live from their hearts. And in coaching, I go through people's minds, and in yoga, I go through their bodies. And about 10 years ago, I started to find my two practices coming together. And how I discovered that was many of my life life coaching clients who were also my yoga students were transforming faster. They were making changes in their life faster and they were moving forward in their life faster. And it was because I was getting these intuitive nudges on what they needed to be doing in their yoga practice in order to make the changes they needed to make in their life. And, you know, I realized on our yoga mat, we can do things like build personal strength, which is courage, confidence in our life. And, you know, we all can use a bit of that. We can also learn how to let go, to release, to surrender to our life. We can step into a state of gratitude using our yoga mat. We can also learn how to receive more gracefully in our life. It's a really powerful tool for us to tap into. And really what it comes down to is realizing we're multi-level beings, 
right? You know, I talked about yoga going to the body and coaching going to the mind. We're mind and we're a body, right? And they're definitely connected. They're integrally connected. You know, we realize this when we're experiencing stress. When you have a lot of stressful things going on in your life and things going on in your mind, your body reacts, right? You start to get tight. You start to get tense. When we're feeling depressed, you can see the stance of a depressed person. You know when you're in the presence of someone who's depressed or you walk by them on the street. You can see it by the way they hold their bodies. Their feelings, what they're thinking is showing up physically. On the other side, you also experience it on, re- on um, vacation when you begin to relax. When your mind starts to relax because there aren't as many things going on, you start to sleep better, right? You sleep longer. You, 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 you rest more deeply. That's the body reacting to our mind. Now, we also have other layers, and in yoga we call them the koshas or the sheaths of the body. We, of course, have our minds and our bodies, which we've already talked about. We have our energy bodies, which is our prana or our chi, our life force, however it is you see that. We also have extra layers in our mind that we can work with. I always look at three different layers. The first level being our everyday mind, you know, where we're thinking about our everyday things, the clutter of our mind, remembering things. The next layer is our, it's, I'm going to call it our personality, although I do feel like personality can't be changed. That's just who we are, and I do believe this can be changed. But it's the part of ourselves that is habitual, it's, it's where you turn when you're tired and exhausted. The best way to describe it is when you say something and you think, oh, my word, that's what my mom used to say, and that's when you're falling back on, on the habitual mind is what I call it. And finally, we have another layer of our minds, and I would say it's not even necessarily our minds. It depends on how you see it. It's our higher mind, our deeper self. It's when we're, we're living from our heart, from the divine, from your spirit, your soul, whatever it is that you see it as. We have all of these layers of our being, right? We have physical, we have energetic, we have multi-levels of our minds. And at all on all of these layers lie all of our challenges, all of the good stuff in our life. Everything is on all of these layers. <laughs> Excuse me. And all of these layers are woven together. I always like to see it like a tapestry. Yes, there are... Um, separate rings, so to speak, but they're all interwoven. And that's why when we do yoga, when we're doing our asanas, our mind begins to relax, even though it's a very physical practice. When we sit down to meditate and we're working on our mind, our body begins to relax, right? It's incredibly powerful. And when you work on one layer, all layers are affected very powerfully. When we tap into all of these bodies with our work, consciously tap into them, the work you do will be multiplied tenfold, if not more. Okay, so now let's talk about personal strength. Personal strength is the oomph behind manifesting, and manifesting to me is consciously creating the life you really want. Probably, well, let me rephrase, not even probably, the most important thing that I can do for my clients is help you create personal strength. So it is the oomph, as I said, behind manifesting. It is the, I say it's the, I deserve this, whatever this is, and I can do it. And the personal strength is actually the damn it after that statement. I totally deserve to have 
the physical health that I want to have, and I can do it. I can create whatever it is that I need, damn it. I deserve to have the relationship that I really want, that deeply fulfilling, fulfilling relationship, and I can do it, damn it. I deserve to have that huge bank account that I know I can have, and I totally know I can do it, damn it. I'm sure you're following this, and you get it. That is personal strength. Now, without personal strength, we'll never change what's going on in our life. We need to know we deserve something, and we can do it. We have the skills and the strength to do it. Now, this week's musing, the Monday morning musing, which I write and send out every Monday morning, um, you can sign up for it at my website, lauraerdemanmonth.com. And the musing for this week was, are you standing tall in all areas of your life? And I meant, are you feeling confident? And I will tell you the answer is no. And I want to share this with you. It's really important that everybody hear this. Everybody in the world, bar none, every single person has an area in their life that they're working on, that some area of their life that is less than fully satisfying, where they know they can do, be, or do more, but they don't yet. And they might be working on it. They might be doing a lot more, but they're still a part of them that isn't up to par. And the reason I'm sharing this is people often come to me feeling guilty and judgmental and bad about the area of their life they're working on. And I always want to reassure people, this is the human experience. We are here to learn and evolve. And unless you have a challenging area of your life, you're not going to. We don't step up to a challenge when things are going great, when there's no reason to. I mean, yes, you might occasionally, Mostly it's when things are going a little rough and you need to work on shifting and changing things that we step up and we start to make changes in our life. So as part of this human experience, we all have areas we we want to work on or would like to work on. And some people don't see them just because they don't feel like it and that's okay. Um, and quite frankly, I think it takes sometimes can take decades to even realize wow, you know, this area it doesn't make me happy. I just never noticed it, okay? So um, even when you look at people whose lives are amazing for you and you think they've got it all, I really wish I had what they had, you really don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Okay, incredible business people who are incredibly successful might have an unhappy marriage or a child that's really challenging for them or they might be really struggling with some sort of food addiction or something else. Someone who um, has this amazing relationship might be um, knee-deep in debt. So we all have that area. Okay, so just to reassure you, um, we have those areas in order for us to grow and evolve. And it's your choice as to whether or not you want to grow and evolve enough to change them. That's part of free will. It's your choice whether or not you want to step up to the plate. And I will tell you, there are times in my life I've been doing this, you know, for Actually, I have been consciously creating the life I really want and working on my own physical, mental health since I was 13 years old. So that's 30-plus years. I don't have to do the math for you. A long time. And um, powerful thing, you know, to step into it. You know, and, and, Oh, I know what I was going to say. Sorry. Along the way, there have been periods of time when I think, I don't want to deal with anything right now. I can't work on anything. We need to plateau occasionally, and that's okay, and rest. You just don't want those plateaus to last for decades. You know, book, I call it bookending. Say, okay, I'm going to plateau. I'm going to revisit this in six months, a year, six days, 
whatever it might be. But give yourself a bookend because it's really easy, and I'm sure we've all experienced it for years to go by before we step back into doing what we really want to do. And it can be disheartening to wake up in your mid-40s or your 50s and say, wait a minute, all of a sudden I'm in my 40s or 50s and this isn't where I wanted to be. Okay, so now let's talk about how we create personal strengths. I'm just going to get this started, and then we'll work on finishing it up next week. Now, there are so many ways to build confidence. And the deeper your lack of self-confidence goes, the more layers you're going to want to work on and the more consistent and persistent you're going to need to be with the work that you're working on. So how deep does your lack of confidence go? Um, That depends on many things. And and it depends on um, where it came from in the first place. So, for example, there's one area in my life where I never remember having any confidence. I really was born into this life having a lack of confidence in this area. I have another one where I used to feel confident, and there was what I call a turning point. When something happened, somebody important in my life told me something and that wasn't a truth, and yet it lodged in my consciousness as a truth, and it shifted everything. And I've actually been working on shifting that for a really long time. And that that lack of confidence um, as a result of that statement, because that person was so important to me, it shifted everything. It changed everything. And that one has been a really tough one to dislodge. And I really had to work on it. As well as the one where I've been, you know, I've never had confidence. I had to build something from scratch. That one definitely has taken some time. Other ones, you know, it hasn't been quite so hard. You know, they they just kind of trickled in, and because they trickled in slowly, because of life circumstances, I was able to get rid of them fairly quickly. So I hope that was clear. So there are so many ways that we can work on it, and again, the deeper it is, and you'll know how deep it is when you start working on it if it feels really, really false. Um, and keeps feeling false, like I can't quite feel his confidence, and you're going to say, okay, I need to work on this on more layers. Okay, so what happens with our confidence? What happens with that self-esteem, if you will, and personal strength is also our self-esteem. You know, if you feel like you deserve something, it means you have self-esteem around it. The thought patterns are lodged in our brain. They're actually lodged in the subconscious part of our brain, and this is going to be a separate radio show because this is really crucial to the work that I do is helping people work on re-patterning that. Our subconscious brain is a part of our mind that we turn to when we're not feeling conscious. Okay, When you're really present in the moment and you're focused on what you're doing in that moment, then you are conscious. We're only conscious between 2 and 8% of our life. We spend most of our time in our subconscious. The subconscious brain is just comprised of all the pre-programming that we've done. So all the messages we've ever received um, are in that subconscious mind. And that's what we turn to during the 92 to, what, 98% of the time we're in our subconscious mind. We're living from our old programming. And that's what we need to work on. And we need to be tenacious, if you will, to begin to reprogram what's going on there. Now, if we're going to take it to our yoga mat, manifesting on the mat, we're going to work on it on many layers. So the first layer you're going to work on is physical. And you're going to work on certain poses. And really easily, if you don't practice yoga, it's okay. You can still do this. Standing tall, firmly placing your feet on the ground. And I'll talk about that in a moment because that's what we're going to cover in the show. The second thing you can work on is the mental. 
beginning to visualize doing whatever it is or having whatever it is that you really want to have. And the third level is energetic. And we work on the energetic through our breath. And I'm going to talk about the mental and the energetic next week because that's a whole other, the whole realm of things that I want to teach you about. So for this week, let's talk about the physical. So I started talking about that a little bit um, a moment ago, just on standing tall and how you can see the stance of someone who's depressed and you know they're depressed just by the way they hold their bodies. So when we want to create strength, you know, when you see someone standing who's really confident, they're really strong on their feet, okay? They feel firmly planted on the earth and they're lifting tall, right? It's like their bodies move in two directions, if you will. They ground to their feet as they lift their heart and they feel firm on the ground. This is, you often see this with great speakers when they're up on stage and they're holding themselves. Politicians too, politicians tend to be extraordinarily confident and sure of themselves, almost to the, the, the um, extreme of being egotistical. So your job is to fake it till you make it, right? So if you can do something with the physical body that will begin to change your mind, this is what we want to work on, changing our physical body. So this is what I want you to do. Stand up. Have your feet about hip-width apart. Ground through your feet. So you want to imagine your feet growing roots and moving down into the earth. Feel like there's a magnetic pull on your feet. Balance your weight between the right and left foot. Can you feel that? Now you're going to keep the feet rooted as you draw up. And yogically we call it the inner seams. You actually want to engage the inner thighs a little bit. I know this can be hard to feel, but it's really powerful. It's your core, okay? Your inner thighs are part of the core. And usually they, they relax and kind of sink, and that makes your, your heart sink as well. You want to actually contract the inner thighs. If you happen to have a yoga block, it's helpful to put it between the inner thighs, and then you can really feel if they're engaged. And you're going to draw up through the body, and you're going to lift all the way to the heart center. And the heart center is right in the middle of the chest, right to the, what is it, to the right of your physical heart. So it's right in the middle. And then you're going to keep lifting, right, lengthen the neck, up and out to the top of the head, letting your shoulders relax. Feel that. Experience it. Once a year, I do what I call the Stand Tall Challenge. Watch for it. it comes, it'll come back this fall. I usually do it in September. It's a nice time of year to do it. And the Stand Tall Challenge encourages people for five days in a row to stand tall three times a day, to consciously stand tall. The beauty of this practice is you can do it anytime, anywhere. I do recommend doing it in the bathroom at least once a day where you can look yourself in the eyes, in the mirror, and feel that strength. Okay, do it standing in line at the grocery store. In fact, for the Stand Tall Challenge, I encourage people to take photos of where they are. Actually, I usually give out gifts um, for the best photo of the day. It's rather, it's rather enjoyable to see because I said I'm not looking for beautiful vistas. Anyone can stand tall standing on a mountain looking across a valley because it feels good. I want to see you standing tall at the, at the gas pump in the grocery store line. 
I did it getting my mammogram last year. And it's just incredibly powerful tool because, you know, anyone can stand tall on a mountaintop. Anyone can feel spiritual and grounded um, in, in a cave, in, sol- sol- in solitary living in a cave, right? The spiritual guru. I want to see you stand tall and feel confident in your everyday life while you're pumping gas, while you're at the grocery store, while you're struggling with your child who's, who's having a temper tantrum. That's the power of this work. Okay, so that's your assignment. I want you to stand tall. I would love to hear your experience as you begin to play with this. Feel as you begin to transform. Challenge yourself to use the stand tall practice when you're in a hard place in your life, when you're arguing with someone or when you're feeling scared. Feel. I always say it's like a a tube of toothpaste. I feel like the fear squeezes out the top of my head. If I'm feeling scared for something, root my feet, extend, lift up, all the way up. And as I lift up, it's like a zipper going up my body, and I reach out to the top of my head, fear dissipates. It's incredible. And next week we're going to talk about how we can use this further to affect the mental and energetic body as well. So we are going to expand on this. All right. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so excited to see all the people listening live. It's it's really very fun. Um, So I welcome all of you who are listening live and those of you who will be listening later via podcast to come find me at my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Laura Erdman Lunds. Come leave comments. I would love to um, get messages on how the Stand Tall practice is affecting you. It's incredibly powerful, and I'm looking forward to hearing as you build confidence, how things begin to change in your life. Join me next week as we move into the mental and energetic bodies and talk about building personal strength in those bodies as well so we can begin to expand this practice and make it even more powerful. You can also find me at my website at newslaura.com or lauraordmanlunch.com. You'll get to the same place. Sign up for my mailing list while you're there. You'll get the Monday morning using every Monday morning. It includes a feel-good moment as well, which is a link to an inspirational or a giggle or some kind of video that's always under two minutes. It's a quickie. You're in, you're out. You're feeling better and setting yourself um, on your day in a better space. You will also receive my manifesto for living your extraordinary life and the e-course that I taught around it. So, all right, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me. It was incredible. I love sharing all of this with you. I look forward to hearing from you. Have a fabulous day, and may you be inspired to live your extraordinary life. Take care.